couple shots before we get started with the podcast. Okay. You are listening to Black and Behind the Scenes. All right, guys. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Black and Behind the Scenes. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. And thank you for tuning in. So what's going on, Brittany? How's your uh, week going so far? You know, same old, same old. We're chugging right on along. How about yours? Mm, it's been pretty long. Um, it's just been a bunch of stuff going on, work, long hours, and things like that. Um, so yeah, just I'm just ready. For, again, I'm ready for my break. Um, <laughs> ready for the holidays to come back so I can have some time off. So yeah, yeah I was just telling uh, my mom today that I need a vacation. Like, oh yeah, four months. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I told my coworker the same thing. I said I just need one month. Just one month. Do not disturb. Yeah, just let me you know get myself together, my thoughts and everything, and I'll come back. I'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's reasonable. We work all year, you know. We work hard, so hard, very hard. All year, okay. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can go on for hours about that, but we're not gonna bore you guys. Um, so we're just gonna jump right on in to the industry rundown because we have a lot to discuss. Um, so first up, Siri Fest, um, Series Fest, um, has teamed with Shonda Rhimes and Shondaland. On their first ever women's directing mentorship initiative. Wow, that's awesome. Isn't it? So Series Fest is a nonprofit supporting the art of um, episodic storytelling and inspiring work of female creators. Um, this is anchored with the opportunity to shadow a director for an episode of Shondaland Productions. Ooh. So this also reminds me of We For She that we talked about um, a yes. few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm glad a lot of these initiatives are rolling out for women directors um, to be able to get their foot in the door in the industry because, you know, that's been shut on us several times that's for years. Awesome. It is. So submissions are opened. Um, as of now, you can go to www.seriesfest.com and it will close March 4th, 2019. And the winner will be announced in June at the Series Fest um, fifth season. Interesting. Yeah, so that's something for you guys if you're a director or you're interested in getting into directing. I suggest you jump out and um, submit your work. Yeah. And you never know what may happen. That's awesome. Yeah. I love all these opportunities. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad that we're highlighting them because so many, well, I don't want to say so many, but there are several of these type of programs and initiatives in place for people to take advantage of. But if you don't know about them, mm-hmm. then you can't exactly. apply and take advantage of them. So, if, like Antoinette said, if that's something that you aspire to, I would suggest you look into it because you never know. I mean, Shondaland is big. It is. You know she got that big deal with um, Netflix. Netflix. Yep. So <laughs> hop on that train, yo. Next up, guys, um, YouTube is adapting its programming strategy, making its slate for original videos free and ad-supported. So basically, guys, if you know, YouTube came out with their original programming 
about a year ago, I think. Um, really? What's on YouTube original? I think they call it like YouTube Red or something, or it's oh, like a different yes. feature that they okay. have. And so they submitted, they gave certain people, big YouTubers who had names, to create original programming for their channel, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably, yeah, it's basically the, the, the format did not work. Um, so now YouTube originals were originally a paid subscription, but now um, it has been removed, removed and it is free. So you guys can go on YouTube and watch all the original programming formats. Um, I heard there was a, some cool shows on there, actually, that are really good. But um, <clears throat> in my opinion, a part of it is like, if I'm getting something for free, why would I pay for it? Right. So I mean, it, how much was it? Do we know? I think like, I, I, I'm going to guess and say like ten ninety nine or something what? like that. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a cheap service at all. Put some programming that nobody knows about? Yeah, exactly. So what they would do is they would put one episode out, out on YouTube and then say, oh, if you want to watch the next episode, you have to subscribe to our... And no one did. So it, it's right. not working. It's so crazy. everything's free on YouTube now. So everything will have ads embedded into it so they can make their like revenue. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just same old stuff, just a different story. You try YouTube, though. Mm-hmm. You try it. Nice try. <laughs> um, <laughs> and next on the slate, guys, Ava DuVernay has inked a $100 million multi-year, multi-genre Warner Brothers TV deal. Chick-ching, 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 honey. Now, we were just wondering when this was going to come through because we knew this was happening, right? I mean, we just didn't know where, but we knew she was getting a deal. Everybody else is getting them. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just like... Lord, that she's getting that amount of money. Really? Well, well, not floored in a bad way. Oh, okay. In a good way, like they giving out hundred million to everybody else. Like you're right. Hundred million here, hundred million there. You're right. You're right. But I, I, I was like, dang, you better make that money. Yeah, yeah. They're pressed for. They are pressed for content, so they are going to throw up those big dollars and make these huge investments in these people. Hoping, yeah. hoping to get their revenue back. So we'll see what happens. I ain't mad at her. I mean, get. I'm talking about secure the bag. Yeah. Um, you know she's coming out with her. Um, okay, so she has this mm-hmm. Warner, right? Yes. Um, this is not going to affect what she has with uh, Netflix. She's doing the Central Park Five series. Yeah. Right? No. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but, part of her deal that she's able to do other stuff outside oh, of that. And so, so, yeah, so. so We'll check this out. Okay. No, so the WBTV production and development deal for Ava DuVernay and her Ford Media, um, her Ford Movement covers drama, comedy series, documentaries, digital content, event projects, and long format projects for broadcast and cable um, television and streaming services and other platforms. So she's able to take her content and put it on other distribution websites. So I'm, I'm assuming she could probably take it to a Netflix, maybe once a series is done on Warner Brother TV, and then put it on any other streaming service that they have and make her coins that way also. That's awesome. I mean... Smart. Very smart. Yeah. You know she's coming out with that movie, um, The New Gods. I heard about that, but that's like an action comic booky thing. Yeah, I I don't Um, know. And so this is this will be her second film with over a hundred million dollar budget. Oh yeah, yeah, it will. Secure the bag. Absolutely, and yeah, and this deal is start to set in January. So a lot of stuff coming. Man, we're gonna be busy next year. 
in a few years to come. Good. Because, um, you know, these people, they out here making deals and giving us content. Keep making that content. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right, guys. So on to um, something that is very uh, interesting and um, sad news to report. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Is that the word we're using? That's the only safe word I can't safe word. The safe safe word. Safe <laughs> that I can use for this next segment. Um but director and producer um Salam Akil is being sued for alleged domestic violence by his alleged girlfriend actress Amber Dixon Brenner. So for those of you who don't know who um, Akil is... Wait, he, wait, wait. On top of that, not only the domestic violence, but the copyright infringement, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. And the copyright infringement. So, for you guys who don't know who he is, he is married to Mara Brock Akil, and they are best known for their projects like Girlfriends, Black Lightning, and most recently, Love Is, which is on OWN. So, in the lawsuit, Brenner claims that she and Akil began an affair a decade ago where... Um, and they were together up until last year. She also stated that during this time, he hit her and forced her to perform oral sex on multiple occasions. And she also said he photographed sexual encounters without her permission. So she also claims that she pitched a kill her screenplay, Love and Perversity in the East Village in 2016, which was based off their physical and sexual abusive relationship. And Akil loved it and later used that idea for the basis for his now drama on own love is. So, yeah. So, Brenner is suing for breach of contract um, as well as domestic violence. Um, emotional damage. Yeah, and she's seeking damages for the use of her ideas and emotional distress. So, um, and recently, as of yesterday, uh, Kill has admitted to this alleged affair, but he said the allegations are absolutely false and he will fight this until, um, yeah, until the end, I guess. I don't know. So, so, so let's unpack this. Um, first of all, I would like to say I was extremely shocked when I heard this. And I'm sad for Mara. Like, my heart goes out to her because yeah. let's get this out the way. She is a phenomenal um, woman in the industry. She's done a lot of things that, yeah. you know, we've looked up to. We love her work. And for it, it's kind of ironic in a way for them to produce that show Love Is to kind of tell their story. Kind of like a reality TV show in a sense, but it's actually like a scripted series and it's actual you know actual what talent being used yeah. to make it yeah. and then you turn around and a, and a couple months later the scandal drops of her husband and his alleged mistress well it ain't alleged well yeah he, yeah. he, said he did mistress. i wanted to make sure we were safe <laughs> all right we ain't uh presuming guilt over here yeah um, no so but no he was with so the thing about it is this affair lasted a decade. Yeah, ten whole years. Ten years. Ten of them. How I wonder. I can't remember how long they were. They've been married since ninety four, right? Longer than ten years. Yeah. So, mm, okay. I just. Uh, so I know you said that you are shocked. 
But remember when we were doing our, <laughs> our wrap up of Love Is, and uh-huh. I felt like um, his character was too aggressive and a little sinister. Yeah, for me. Yeah. So all this that's y'all, and let me tell y'all, this lady, if she's making this up, then she does need to be a writer on a TV show because or a damn good actress because she, she is an actress. <laughs> this stuff is detailed and it's like what? Like when I was reading the um, affidavit. It was like reading a steamy romance novel. Wow. Like the way, how graphic she goes into. I suggest you guys look it up. I mean, I'm not going to go into some of the things, but there are several occasions and several times in their relationship where I was just like, what? This happened? He did what? I, I just, and you know, it's, 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 yeah. So I, okay. When I first saw the story, I was shocked. Okay. I was. But when I started to unpack it and we started thinking about the character on Love Is and kind of diving into what you already said about it, how he was um, aggressive and his character just seemed really, you know, um, what is the word for that? Uh, I can't think of it. It's not just aggressive, but it's more so controlling. 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 Yeah, that's what I was looking for. So crazy yeah it it, it has some elements in there so i just i want to know do you think the show will be canceled now well okay so that's the big question is one because warner has already issued right they did which is standard um because we know that he is the showrun showrunner for black Black lightning Lightning. Mm -hmm. okay i don't think this will too much happen in a have an effect for Black Lightning, although Warner did um, fire one of their other showrunners earlier this year for um, alleged sexual misconduct after they did their investigation. Um, oh, wow. This particular guy had several allegations against him. Mm. This is just one allegation, but I, so I don't know how their investigation is going to run its course and what that'll do for Black Lightning. But as far as love is, because we got two things, right, to consider. We're we're talking about the breach of contract. Mm -hmm. This lady is claiming that um, the basis or the concept for love is is her actual script based Mm -hmm. on their relationship and not her, not Akil and, um, not on the Akil. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So, one, that has to be unpacked and yeah. discovered by own because she's suing own and the accused. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Okay, yes. wow, mm-hmm. wow. And then, two, what does this do for the morale of the show? The show is love is, and it had this big hype about black love mm. and broke my damn heart. <laughs> oh. I was so invested in that show. I was just like, oh, yeah. I invested in the show. And then this comes out and you're just Ugh. like, this nigga been cheating the whole fucking time. Right? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, are you serious so, right I now? I mean, pardon my language, but it's like. And, and so, do, unless, you even want, do you even want to watch a 
show where you know that later on in Hell the no! Exactly. So. No, it's just, okay, and let's not, okay, we also never talked about this kind of um, topic on this show before, but let's not front like this business is not seedy. The oh, production yeah, yeah. television industry is very, very gross. Like, yeah. they're, I mean, because, and I figured it's because, like, yeah, the corporations, like the big networks have HR, but when you're out in the field and you're being hired as a DP or a camera person or you're hired as grips or a PA, there really are no boundaries or no rules or regulations when you're on set in a sense. Um, so I'm not surprised that stuff like this has been happening in the industry. It's unfortunate, and I feel sorry for these women who have to deal with stuff like this, but this is not far-fetched at all. Like, no. not at all. The- in the least bit. Well, yeah, because, okay, so just like in the um, affidavit that I read, the lawyers um, stated that one of the reasons why she continued this relationship with him was because he's a big name in Hollywood. Mm. And he kept promising her roles um, and, and, you know, things to do on set. So she's she, also married, guys. Yeah, she no, is she's married, married to, to another uh, another big time editor. Yeah, in director. the industry. Yeah. Um. So he kept promising her things, or she was thinking. I don't know if he promised, but she was led to believe that he would offer her some roles. Yeah. Okay. That happens all the time. And two, she shared her script with him. Uh huh. Without protecting herself, and a lot of people do. Yeah. Do that thinking, oh, well, we're close, we're friends, you know. That's one thing no you never thing. do. So yeah, that's a big no-no. This is a caution for you guys. If you have an idea, if you have a script, make sure it's copyrighted. Yeah, definitely. share it because ain't no shame in people. They no, not, not in this industry. Not at all. to be yours. Mm-hmm. And if this comes to be true, then that's what they did. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> So you, I'm gonna I'm throw this out there too. Did you did you see the picture of her? Yes. Um, is it me or does his wife and her look very similar? Right, because when I saw a picture of her, I was like, "Is this Mara?" Right. But like an older pic. <sighs> right. Yeah. Right. I was he like, "Wow, they, exactly." He has a type because they she looks just like his wife. I was like, "Wow." Wow. Y'all, either way, this is not a good look. No, and we will be following this. Please believe we will be following this story and giving you updates on what's happening and what's going on. It's not a good look. It's I, not. I, I it breaks my think It breaks should, my heart. Um, God. They should uh they may want to consider rap love is up. Yeah, no, I think it's I'm, done. I'm personally not I'm not I don't want to see it no more. I don't. And they probably in the middle of um season 2 right now. Yeah. I mean, Filming one of the it. hypes was this was about their love story. Because it was renewed. So then, yeah. one, you're going to tell me that this love story is false. And mm-hmm. then, two, you're going to tell me that this fool is a cheater? Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, if you remember how Love Is ended mm-hmm. the first season where she read the script mm-hmm. and she felt like he had been re oh he had script the whole time but oh, he had been honest he might be a psychopath i know but okay if this was like an ordinary drama i would be into it and be like oh so what's gonna happen but this is supposed to be based all for their man so man, then i like, forgot about that yeah, maybe he has 
maybe something's wrong with him. Maybe he has multiple. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe he has like multiple personalities or something. Like that was some. Yeah, you know he's a lot. You know what, Mara girl, let's have a drink. Right. What? <laughs> Because well, this is she needs to get her lemonade on. Oh yeah, she needs yeah, she, she need definitely. Full, we need a full lemonade. Movie. Yeah. Your lemonade, Mara. Yeah, we we're I looking for it. The tea now, we, girl. Yeah, at Your this man point. Been on you for 10 years. And I hope I hope she did not find out when we found out. I hope that did not happen. Yeah. Like really? That's grounds for losing your life. And they got kids. Come on. It's not a good look. We'll, we'll keep y'all posted. We will. This is bull. This is going to all play out because it ain't a good look. And I just hate it because Black Lightning is good. I know. Good. But that doesn't take away from that, does it? It can't. And no, not Black Lightning. Now, their story, hell yeah, it takes away from their story, but not Black Lightning. No? Yes? Well, he's a showrunner, so if they get another showrunner, they, they're producing it. Shit. You're right. So. Fuck. Black Lightning is so good. I don't know. Damn it. I don't know. Okay. What else we got? Oh. 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 That's it, guys. That was enough. <laughs> that I can't. Enough. That's enough. That was. That too was. That was drama. it. It's too much. I can't. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. All right. <laughs> okay, you guys. So now it's time for the spotlight. Oh, and I'm so excited about this spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Spotlighting um, Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson is a director and co-executive producer um, currently on the Fox drama Star. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, he um, has directed. Um, bleh, I'm sorry. He directed um, the New Edition miniseries on BET. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed a pilot episode for um, an Amazon series called The Climb. He also directed um, ATL, the movie with... T. Oh, I love ATL. Yeah. I love one of the favorite classic Absolutely. Movies. Oh, um, gosh. Directed a couple of episodes of The Real House... I always say that mess it up. It's The Real Husbands of oh, Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and um, also a couple of, of your favorite music videos. Yes. So a couple of my f- favorite videos that he's done is, of course, Jay-Z and Beyonce's 03 Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, nice. And, nice. Um, Genuine's None of Your Friends Business. Oh, yeah, yes. girl. Oh, that my God. Girl. I hate it. I hate it. What was her name? So late. So late. Oh, I hated her so much. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. He's directed a whole bunch. He's done um, stuff for Buster Rhymes, uh, Sierra, Erica Badu. So cool. Eminem, Faith, you know, Jay Z, like I said, Jay Z, Beyonce, Lil Wayne. Mary J. Ludacris. I oh mean, man, he just did a whole he, repertoire of videos. And um, the, one of my favorites, the Alicia Keys and Maxwell Fire We Make. Oh, I love that video. So beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Oh, beautiful one of my favorites. Um, Usher's Confessions. Mm, mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Gosh, A. Marie, One Thing. That's a oh, classic. I like, I like that That's video. a classic. Like that 
Yeah. Wow. Okay, so the reason why Chris is in the news currently mm-hmm. is because he has been tapped to direct um, LeBron James' untitled film about his life. So, well, it's about a book based on LeBron's life. Okay. LeBron co-wrote a book called um, Shooting Stars. And like I said, it's about his life. They're turning it into a film. Hmm. And Chris will be the director. Nice. Um, in addition to this, uh, Mr. Robinson also has a um, nonprofit organization called Rock Corps. Oh, cool. In which they teach volunteerism uh, for young people. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. And they work with big brands like Boost Mobile. And, oh, nice. Um, so he has a lot of big things going on and I'm excited to see because LeBron has been um, trying to become a studio exec. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the hell LeBron is doing, but he damn sure they call him the man of Hollywood or something. I saw an article. I was like, oh, really, LeBron? Really? Okay. I mean, he... I I don't see why not, but damn. I mean, Chris is a notable director, so, I mean, it's not like he's not pulling from a good pool. Yeah, that's for sure. Um... Congratulations, Chris, on your new gig. Absolutely. Congratulations. And, um, we'll be looking forward to that work and more from you. Absolutely. Love your work. Um, Quick question, though. Okay, back to LeBron. Just two seconds. <laughs> so, I know Survivor's remorse was based off his life, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because he's behind Survivor's remorse. Like, so that was based off of his life. If I am correct. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about ballers on HBO. Oh, no, girl. Mm -mm -mm. This was Showtime, I think. Yeah, Stars, one or the other. Survivor's Remorse. So, Survivor's Remorse is based off his life. Okay. okay? Then he had a documentary a while ago. He did? About, yes, he did. Because I remember they had that nice song with Drake, Eminem, Kanye West. It was a whole thing. And so, they had a documentary about LeBron. All I'm trying to say is, what else don't we know about LeBron? Like, why is there another movie? That barbershop series. (laughs) Right. Like, you're telling all your business there. What don't we know about you? Unless he's going to do his current, like, from the NBA on to to right now of what's going on in his life. But um, I believe everybody knows how he got to where he's at right now. So, I, I was oh, just curious. Oh, I do know what you're talking about, that documentary. Yeah, because you know. It was based on uh, his friends in high school. Yeah. That, yeah, that team. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm just curious to see what this particular project will be specifically about in his life. Because I thought that he's done a lot of projects like that already. Well, I don't know. Read the book Shooting Stars. <laughs> Okay, LeBron. All right, fine. <laughs> but I make a valid point, no? No, you're right. I mean, we'll see it when it... Uh... Yeah, we will. We'll see it, watch it, review it, and yeah, let you guys know what we think. Yeah, when it comes out. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, next. All right, you guys. Now it's time for spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Oh, and this is a good one, guys. Yeah, this so is... today we only have one um, content to review, and that is Say Her Name, The Life and Death of Sandra, Sandra Bland. Yes. Let's say that one more time. Um, today we are spotlighting Say Her Name, The Life and Death of Sandra Bland. Um, it aired on HB, 
HBO. Mm-hmm. When was that? Monday night. Um, it's directed by Kate Davis and her spouse, David Helen Bronner. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've made several documentaries before. One is on HBO. It's like a mini documentary already called um, Traffic Stop. I don't know if you've seen this, but it came out this summer. It was basically about um, about this um, black woman, a teacher who was pulled over um, doing a traffic stop, very similar to Sandra, and uh, was arrested. No. And so Mm-mm. it's about her fight. Because um, she was manhandled as well. So, Jesus. like I said, very similar circumstances. Um, and they, this team, Kate and David, um, did a documentary about that. But this particular documentary, Say Her Name, again, about Sandra Bland's death. Yeah. Um, the circumstances surrounding her death. Um, and it follows the document, it follows her family mm-hmm. and the legal team from the very first weeks after her death. Which yeah. is something that I really liked about the program mm-hmm. or the, the documentary is because we got access to things very early on into yeah. these, you know mm-hmm. it wasn't like a let's go later, back and you know, reach yeah they they were on the ground with those people uh very soon after yeah she passed it was a very great documentary mm-hmm. um agreed i really much enjoyed the interviews from her family, her mom, her sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was glad to see that um, people participated that whom I didn't think would want to participate in it. Like right. the DA of Waller, the Sheriff of Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, because we want to hear their voices too. I got it. I got to tell you a trick about that in a minute. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> How that works. But, uh, <laughs> so I'm glad to see... I thought it was a good documentary. I thought it shed some light on some um, information that we didn't know. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I didn't know the whole thing about um, her having marijuana in her system. What? I, I felt like I didn't. I must have missed that. When I didn't know that either. That I didn't know. But I don't see how that makes a huge difference. Well, because they were trying to make it seem like she had swallowed a huge thing of marijuana and also the thing too that i definitely didn't know which confirms the vagueness of surrounding her death was that there was no actual pictures of her hanging no girl so okay so So let's get into it all right so also how the hell is she in a cell with a trash bag? Anything that you can kill yourself with. How is that even physically possible? Because last time I checked, they take your shoelaces, yeah. all anything that you might harm yourself with, they take it from you. So how was she in a cell with a trash bag that she was able to hang herself with? And then, was that bag even sturdy enough to hold her body up? Like... And did she have like so? And did she have bruise marks around her neck that showed that she hung herself? Like, oh, yeah, was that even vis- like was that even? I I, I just don't. It's we know. Oh. I, I don't know. And you know what the funny thing? Well, not the funny thing is. Um, I'm familiar with Waller County. Um, my younger brother graduated from Prairie View, oh. so we took several trips down there. Um, 
It's not far from Houston at all. Maybe about an hour drive, if that. Maybe 45 minutes, depending on where you're going in Houston. And just like one of the um, participants in the documentary said, it's over-policed. I mean, mm, yeah, her, her soror. Yeah, yeah, because you have all these different departments policing this one area. Mm-hmm. And that's, in my opinion, only because there's an HBCU there. Mm. Well, I mean, I would say it's all, it's like that in a lot of university areas. Cause also it's like that for Maryland university. It's the same thing. It's well, several yeah, different it counties with, um, several different police yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. The, yeah, the same, same problems well, yeah, and everything. Yeah. They're trying to keep people in, in control. Or yeah, whatever, absolutely. I just feel like, I mean, my little brother always drove to Prairie View, I mean, because there was no, you, you're not taking a flight to Houston, what? You just drive in three hours, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was always one of those things in which my parents were always like. Concerned. Concerned. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because you can get pulled Oh, I've been pulled over by Texas policemen for dumb stuff before. Mm-hmm. Like, one time I got pulled over <laughs> for. Pulling out in front of the policeman. Now the policeman was down the street. Like there was plenty enough time for me to clear and not like have him swerve or do anything. Oh, I got a ticket for pulling over in front of him into traffic. Oh good. So Lord. I mean, so being pulled over for not turning your signal lane. Yeah, that's and and that's a, I was talking about and this the way my, it escalated. Yeah, that's ridiculous. and that's what I was telling my coworker. Well, you like I like Fairfax. Like that's something. Girl, growing up in Virginia, you don't mess with Fairfax. It's just some things right. you just don't do, and they're one of them. So I grew up with the with the notion of that already. So driving in Virginia, period, is already nerve wracking. So that right. that just adds an extra layer of nervousness. Right. But um, so that I think we all as a community feel that regardless of where we're where at. We it just doesn't matter, and that's unfortunate, and that's just something that we we unfortunately have to deal with. So it's all we're already on heightened alert in a sense whenever we get pulled over because we just don't know how it's going to end, and or what may come of the situation. That's the unfortunate part. Um, so yeah, I just I, I like I love the documentary. I love the fact that they used footage from her actual recordings yes. in there, and I had no idea she was such a huge activist, mm-hmm. and um how involved she was of teaching the youth about how to deal with police um, officers and how to deal with, interact with police and how to safely make it home, which is ironic for the fact that she wasn't even able to go out, complete a task that she was just doing on a regular, everyday basis and make it home safely, which is unfortunate. And it's just very sad. Um, and you know, and one of the things that I took away from the whole documentary was, um, this thing about fuck the police. Well, okay, it's about the police and power, right. because it's like that escalated to a point where it didn't need it to. No, really not at all. Because that officer, that he officer, was in his was, feelings. There was no way he felt threatened. He was in his you know, feelings. He was talking about, oh, well, she had that big purse, and then now, you know, the are console, you fucking kidding me? You know, it was only because she was not complying exactly. In a way that he wanted her to be. And she was very matter of fact. And, and that, I feel that, that, that he was intimidated by that. Very much intimidated by it. And that's something that black women have to deal with 
all the time. Yeah, unfortunately we do. Is when we're like nah or we're because white women can be non-compliant all the time. But it's just yeah, they just they I don't know. I, I just but don't. When we do it, when we do it, it's a problem. Yeah, you're threatened. And just like she said. You asked me a question, I answered your question. You asked me what was exactly. I'm annoyed that you're giving me a ticket. And I can be annoyed that you're giving me a ticket for something. I can mm-hmm. be bogus. That it didn't have to escalate to where you felt it didn't. like you needed to slap me or pull yeah. me or He escalated that problem. And the thing is, the police officers are here to protect us and yeah. de-escalate situations. Right. You should be trained on that. too far. Yeah, and having her get out the car and all that, it's just crazy. It's insane. And and I heard that police officers are trained to also pull you off the dash cam. So to pull you out of the view of wherever that they know exactly where to go in order to get you off that camera. So whatever happens off the, you know, script or off the camera itself that they can't document, etc. And that's true. But just like and what they did, what we didn't see the whole thing where... He was, I guess, arresting her and putting the cuffs behind her. Right. But we can still hear the audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just... And based on what we saw previously, we can assume that it wasn't a whole bunch of extraness on her part. Yeah, you no. You know what I'm saying? No. It's just unfortunate. And I just It's really very unfortunate. She's She lost her life in that way. Um... It, it really took, like, I don't know about you, but when I saw the trailer, I just saw it the day before we actually, no, the day that we were going to watch it. And um, it just, it stunned me, you know, because I wasn't expecting to hear her hear her voice in that in that sense and her talking so much about what happened to her. It's, it's eerie. It was really eerie. And it was like, say her name, say her name. It just, that was a great promo that they used for that, I must say. Um, kudos to whoever put that together. That was a strong, strong piece that you did. But I just, yeah, no, it, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. Um, highly recommend you guys look, checking it out and looking into it. Yeah. And it was, um, it didn't feel like how you may see some doc- documentaries and feel like this is dragging on forever. Oh, no. It didn't feel that way. It jumps right um, into it. Jumps right on into it. Mm-hmm. You get to know her, her family, everything. Like, just the whole process itself. Like, just... Yeah. It, it was just so sad. Very sad. Um, again, you guys, check out the life and death of Sandra Bland. Mm-hmm. Even though um, the directors um, and the producers for this film are not black, mm-hmm. the content is um, about a black person, obviously. And... We have supporters. We have white supporters out there. Some, we absolutely we and, um, <laughs> on our team. Know that they took on this this case and absolutely well, this case on chose this story. This story absolutely because it needs to be um, shared. Absolutely until we find out what the heck happened to her. Yeah, seriously, this because is we know what happened. What they're saying is happening. It it is not. That, that it doesn't happened. make sense. It really doesn't. And so I'm gonna go back to your point of you want to know how they got the sheriff's department or all those people on camera. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. So in my experience of how that works is that you call people, you call these people up, say, hey, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. You may not go into the details of what it is. So, and then they'll say, okay, yeah, sure, come by. So you get them in there, you get them on camera, and you make them sign 
Release the release form prior to doing the interview. So once the interview's over and done, get your ass out of there, pack all that shit up and go. So they can't take it back. So um or try to dispute it. Only one time that we had an interview where we doing something like high level for the government or something like that. I was on a project and one guy said, I'm not signing the release form until after. Mm-hmm. That was the only time that that happened. Other than that, people will sign it up front because they don't, I mean, you don't know. They don't know. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you really don't. So, that's the trick to it. So, I'm pretty sure that's probably what happened is that they had them sign a release form prior to that. And then they had that damn PA go take that footage and put it on the drive as soon as possible because that was my job to take the footage and put it on the drive and back that shit up and let's go. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened because I was shocked that he was on there too also. Yeah. Especially the stuff that he was talking about and how they, yeah, so, yeah. You guys, check it out. It's really, really good. Well, that's all we have for Spoiler Alert today. Yeah. That's the show, you guys. That is the show. We appreciate you guys listening. I hope you learned something today and had a takeaway. Um, we will be posting the Series Fest information on our Instagram page, so don't forget to follow us at Black and Behind the Scenes on Insta- Instagram and on Facebook. Um, you can also follow me and Brittany if you want to Catch up with us and see what we're up to. Um, working. Know, yeah, pretty much. Working and... Being boring, I feel. I know. <laughs> we're, I, I'm boring. I'm boring as hell. But you can follow me anyway. Um, <laughs> at Antoinette. <laughs> taupe like the color. And I'm at Brittany Khan. Um, yeah, guys. And until next time, um, have a good evening. <laughs> right, bye, y'all. Bye.